Podcasting worldwide from Vancouver, Canada. Welcome back to the Personal Process Podcast. The show that takes you through the growth, hardship, self-discovery, lessons, and stories of individuals who achieved success in their own personal path. Trust the process. Welcome back to the Personal Process Podcast. My name is Parham, and today I'm joined by my man, Ryan. Does he sound familiar? Well, he is. He's actually already been a guest on season one of the Personal Process Podcast, where we get to meet him, his brand, Real Deal Fitness, his teachings, and how he went from working a construction job to managing his own business, training clients both in person, online, changing lives, and competing, winning many competitions, and helping a lot of individuals get to their best version of themselves both physically and mentally. So with that said, Ryan, how are you doing today? And thanks for again for coming on today. Thanks, man. I appreciate the warm welcome, man. That's quite the introduction. No, man, I feel like it's long overdue. I've been watching you grow. I've been watching uh, every guest that you have on the show. So I was like, I think it's long overdue that I come back and we just have a good conversation. man. last time we talked, it was it was a good back and forth, just natural. So I thought uh, a lot has changed since our last last conversation. And uh, I think it's like time to give a little bit of update. And I feel like I've gotten some life lessons, even in that short period of time. I think it's only been a year. Um, but, you know, I've had life hit me in the face with some realizations. And uh, it's made me, forced me to grow up a little bit, even since we last talked. Um, which I think life always is, is forcing you to grow up. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, it's quite interesting. I remember last time we were on the show, I think a big, uh, big topic we we discussed lots was the adversity I've gone through in my life and how I've gotten to get where I am today, despite the obstacles I faced. And it, it seems like that, that nothing changed. And it was like, life was going to constantly throw my obstacles. So I'm happy to talk about that a little bit today and, and kind of dig deeper in, and, and hopefully educate some people. Cause I've, I'm a pretty open book. I don't mind talking about things. So yeah, it'd be cool to kind of discuss my story and, and hopefully uh, motivate and influence somebody along the way. Absolutely. So Ryan, I know a little bit of what's gone on, but just for everyone else listening. So what's this new level of adversity that's hit you? And for those that have listened to the previous episode where you were in it, you are one tenacious guy. So this has got to be something that a lot of people are going to get benefit from. But do you mind just giving us a little background on what's happened since we last spoke? Yeah. So, I mean, on a more personal level, just not so much career is me and my wife have uh, been trying to have a child now for about over five years. Um, naturally, plus we also went through a fertility clinic and did IVF treatments. Um, so it's, it's if you don't know much about it, it's really intrusive work. There's a lot of injections, a lot of medication um, and a lot of ups and downs with the process. And we've experienced them all. Now, you, we, we, we did one round of, of IVF, which is extremely expensive as well. Um, and we, were, we weren't successful with our very first round. We had made it to the stage where they had fertilized the eggs and we had an embryo, but the embryo didn't survive. So we were pretty disappointed, but we were like, okay, we got another round in us too. So we went through another round of it. And uh, we got to the point where my wife was actually pregnant. And uh, this was news of, I think it was about probably about nine weeks ago. And we're really excited. We've been sharing the journey the whole way. 
uh, through social media, being really oh sorry about that. That's okay. Um, being really honest and open and and just sharing the whole journey in hopes to like you know motivate because it's it's kind of like a taboo subject you know not a lot of people talk about it there's kind of a stigma around using fertility treatments um and uh so we we dived into it and uh oh are you there yeah yeah we're we're making you on the full screen for those who are listening on podcast full screen on you so yeah, we we dived into it second round. Wife got pregnant. This was 9 weeks ago and then just last two well we and then 3 weeks ago we found out it was twins. So we we're ecstatic. We wow. were like, wow, twins, like we're so happy. This is and you know, so many people along the way had been saying to us, well, you know, if, if you're in for it now, you're you're about to have twins. You're about to like, you know, just get ready for no sleep and there was no nervousness in my heart. I was like, this is a blessing. You know what I mean? I can't wait to have these two twins. And we've been trying so hard that this is, and the only literally nerves in my body was like, I'm going to have to work twice as hard now to, to provide for these kids. And I, and I love that fire that was within me. And then uh, unfortunately last Tuesday, we went for our ultrasound, our, our nine week ultrasound. And we found out that the the twins were no longer growing. They had stopped growing. Their hearts were no longer beating. And we had lost them, you know. So it was interesting. You hear about it a lot. But now I had become a statistic where, you know, I, I me and my wife had gone through a miscarriage, you know. So that was that was something I had to encounter firsthand. And, and you know, it was tough. It was for sure tough um, going through it. And we're still feeling it in the sense that, like, you know, that just kind of got taken out from us. We had a direction in life. We were going a certain direction and that, that rug kind of got pulled out from under us. So it's kind of like square one again. We got to hit the drawing board and, and keep moving forward, essentially. Yeah. First of all, Ryan, I just, that's really terrible news to hear. I'm, I can only imagine what it feels like. Um, that's my condolences is the only thing that I could really say to give anything. Um, I'm, uh, not sure if this is too deep to ask, but I was wondering if you could actually guide us through like the moment, like, how did you feel like when you first hit the news, like, were you thinking, was your yeah. heart racing? Could you even think, I can't even imagine what it would be like to go through that scenario. Yeah. So it's been, it was interesting because we were documenting the whole process. I've, I've literally recorded every injection, every ultrasound, um every little encounter to really show people the goods and bads of of things you know and it's funny i got a lot of criticism on social media that i should be a little bit more private and i should kind of i don't need to show everything to everyone but i think it's more more important than ever for me to show show people the realness um just because i feel like social media gets such a bad rep of being fake and people only show you what you want to see but i i don't think that's the case so i gave every inch of this journey um to everybody i showed everybody our vulnerable sides and so i literally went into this ultrasound with a camera filming and and you know so we had a scare the week before and my wife we went to the hospital. There was a little bit of bleeding and she was really scared. She had a full on panic attack to the point where she was like, I think something's wrong. And then we talked to the clinic. They're like, no, 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 it's, you're, it's, you're fine. 
And so we went into the the ultrasound meeting kind of thinking like, no, this is going to be a regular routine check. Everything's going to be fine. I brought my camera in. I said, hey, is it cool if I record? They were like, yeah, you're fine. And then, you know, she starts doing the ultrasound. And then she's like, I got some bad news. I think you want to put that away. And that's when I put the the camera away and they had let us know that. And, you know, there was a there was a 30 second gap before she had really made any another another statement. And I was just thinking in my head, let it let it at least be one one still alive. Like, come on, like, just give give me one heartbeat. And uh, unfortunately, they had both both the heartbeats had stopped and, and they were gone. And uh, yeah, man, it hit me pretty hard when I was in there. It took a few seconds. I was in shock for a little bit and then it hit me pretty hard. And I'm lucky to have such a strong wife, though, because, you know, seeing my wife be able to compose herself and handle herself through that gave me a lot of strength. Like I was a little bit weaker than my wife. I got to be honest with you um, to get that news. And it was just it, it was it was really hard at first. Um, but you know what? We felt the emotions. We we embraced the pain of the situation and we moved forward pretty quickly man and i think there's still that lingering like oh man that sucks it's a bummer but you have to go on with life and uh, and i think that's what we've been doing you know absolutely and ryan man this is such a tough conversation um i'm just wondering since this is just you know one of the hardest things that i think you could experience in a relationship obviously there's many things that could be difficult but this is definitely up there in my opinion i'm wondering what you did with your partner to mend this situation because from what i was hearing this isn't the first time that this has happened and you know how do you communicate with your partner and move on to fix mend and grow stronger from this um i think that's something that especially in my age bracket just really isn't a thing if someone doesn't like something we're out but uh, yeah I'm wondering if you could share that uh, knowledge with us. I think one of the biggest things in in dealing with any type of trauma in general is you got to talk through it. And I think you have to really express your feelings, allow yourself to express what's in your head, let your partner express how they're feeling and embrace it without judgment. I mean, there were some times when like, you know, there was some frustrated comments had come out that I was just like, you know, I don't understand why this happened. You know, um, I, I had literally prayed to God that the babies were going to be okay, that everything was going up, going going to be okay. So it was kind of like a little, I don't know. I was, I was confused because I, I felt like I was, I was doing everything I could do in life to make sure this went well. So, so we, we just had real talks with each other in order to, and let the feelings get out. I talked with friends, um, you know, and a lot of people were really like, you know, you, you just got to let it, you know, they were like, when, you know, I talked to a few people and I, and I kind of got those emotions out. And once those emotions had passed, I'd kind of gained the strength. Okay. I'm ready to move forward now. And people were like, Hey, you know, you can, you can still be sad. It's okay. And I was like, no, I felt that sad feeling. And now it's time to think logically on where do we go from here? You know, and, and, you know, it's going to suck. It's still going to sting a little bit, but we have to move forward from this. And I think that's, in, it's interesting with people. I, I truly feel, cause I've seen it firsthand um, when someone in the family passes away or something like that, how long people hold on to that, that pain. And, and I think, you know, I used to think that time heals all, 
but I, I truly feel that it's the person that heals on when they decide to, to heal and move forward. That's when they move on, you know? So I think talking through it and letting the emotions out and understanding why you're feeling that way is a, is a big thing though. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's a really interesting point right now. Uh, Ryan, I'm reading this book called psycho cybernetics. Have you ever heard of it? No. So it was written by a plastic surgeon and essentially he noticed that on some of the surgeries that he made the individual objectively more pretty or more attractive, a subset of this group would say that they look uglier or there was nothing that changed. Anyways, this is to say that individuals were then, uh, you know, this physician got uh, interested and looked into the reason for this. Essentially, the conclusion he came out of is that there was an issue not with the objective procedure that was done, but just the mindset that came in. And when you were mentioning this, Ryan, this thought came to my mind, because when we think of a certain subject, and we just continuously dwell on it, our brain is just going to stay in that realm. And when you're saying that time doesn't heal, you know, over time, you know, if you want to stay in there, you're going to stay in there. But unless you make that decision to say, you know what, I've processed this, I've taken out the steps that I needed to, and I'm going to go forward, we're unable to heal. And I think that hit really an amazing point. And there was another book that I read that uh, it hits this point too, that essentially, you know, we're going to go through challenges in our life, but when we're filled with emotion, anger, sadness, sorrow, you know, all of this, take that, just fling it on the wall with full power. And then once that's out, let it be. And, you know, cause like, like you said, this is something that you could get stuck in. And now imagine if you were still stuck in this and, you know, maybe your partner, your wife, they aren't, you know, and that can create tension between you two yeah. too. Yeah. So I'm wondering if you can kind of tell me a little bit of how the conversations between you and your wife went after this. And I'm just interested because, you know, these deep conversations on adversity and situations not going to plan, which is in line with both of your goals. I can only imagine how difficult that would be. So I know you mentioned that you need to be open and talk, but like, how did the first day look? How did the, you know, next week look? How does it look now? Yeah. I mean, if you know, to get, to get real detailed into it, like going through miscarriage is an extremely traumatic experience, man, because you're not only dealing with the loss at the moment, you have to pass that miscarriage you know what i mean it has to physically come out of you so like once you deal with the initial you know uh impact of of what you're just dealing with now you have to actually deal with the the the, con the circumstances that that you're about to deal with and there's there's multiple ways you can do it you can do it naturally you can do it through a surgical procedure um but it's they're pretty traumatic you know what i mean so i mean even once you do kind of get past that initial blunt force of the news you just got you're now having to deal with this and i and you know like i said i said before is i i keep saying my respect for my wife has just increased so much just because i saw her strength through all of it like i i could just imagine someone someone breaking down and and being so depressed in this moment that it's hard to 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 kind of you know, you know, connect again. And, and, you know, there's that distance between each other because both are kind of um, feeling the pain. 
So, but, but to see my wife kind of be strong throughout it, it gave me a strength and we both fed off each other. And I mean, the conversations were, were just real. I mean, having it with family were the big ones. That's where we felt it the most, like telling our family, because our families were extremely excited. And here's another great topic is, you know, there's the, the whole stigma and whole rule. You're not supposed to announce your pregnancy before the three month mark. And we had been very vocal from the second we got pregnant to the, you know, the injections before to the second we got pregnant to now, now going into the ultrasound. And so when this didn't work, it was kind of like, oh, oh, now I get it. Why people don't announce the pregnancy before the three months is this is why, because all these people were excited and, and, you know, you know, we're, we're, we're leaning on this and, and wishing us the best. And then boom, we had to give the news that, that it didn't work out and we saw the pain in our parents and stuff. They were there for us. And, uh, you know, I, I, I see got strength from their strength as well. So I think, I think in the right places you, you gain strength off people when you need it. You know what I mean? It's that strength in other people that, that really help. you know? So that, that helped a lot. Absolutely. And I guess from that very same perspective for an individual who has undergone an event such as this, what could others do to give you that strength? Um, because potentially individuals don't have the skills that, you know, maybe your parents have or other friends and family that they gave you. So what would you, what were you given that really helped you? It's, it's tough to say. I think the only thing you can do is be there for somebody, um, you know, and everybody's going to be different at the levels they're willing to accept. You know, you had a lot of people, some of my best friends, that were were just as hurt as I was because they wanted to see it for me, you know. And when we had gotten pregnant, they were so ecstatic about it, and you know, you know, cried with me when when we lost it. You know what I mean? And they were there for me. So there's the friends that you know get emotional with you and feel the impact with you, and then you have friends that are just strong and upbeat and cheerful and just try to continue that and sometimes that's what you need is that that cheerful upbeat friend to just like jump in you know so you know it's a plethora I think you know what I mean I mean my wife's dad said something that really impacted me strongly and he was like this is what we do we get through this we've been through hard times and we will continue to get through hard times so this is just another hard time that got thrown at us and we'll get over this and and like when I heard him say that I really connected with me I was like yeah you know um, so, you know, you, you got to take it in from where, 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 wherever you can get it essentially. Absolutely. What a quote. And, yeah. and that's, that's an important, uh, concept. We just finished a podcast with my friend AK and he is challenged with, uh, you know, overcoming anxiety. And one of the points that he mentioned is he mentioned that when we journal on concepts, when, when we're having a tough day and we write on it. When we look back on our journal, we can literally see that we've gone through it. And similar to what your wife's father was mentioning, you know, we're tough, we're going to get through it. And I think that's such an important aspect. And I think by reflecting on our times where we have overcome adversity, I mean, Brian, you're not, you're not a stranger to adversity. You've gone through a lot and you've come out like a diamond, you know? Yeah. You know, it's carbon. If it's, if it doesn't have pressure, it turns into graphite, which is the pencil that we use. But if it has pressure, it turns into a beautiful diamond where everyone decides to charge us a lot of money for it. And that's what you are right now. <laughs> Thank you. Um, 
Yeah, and I mean, I, I mean, I, honestly, this this experience gives me the opportunity to be a better role model for others. That even in the face of adversity, to try and be strong, um, and and stand strong and get through it as best you can. Everybody's going to take their time to grieve and, and need to heal at their own pace, but it's important to move forward and and to take steps to move forward on your own because because dwelling in that that zone is is not good for anybody um yourself your partner you know your business your friends you know and when when you rise out of it, it you're going to be better because of that you know and stronger you know i think that this is a a small bump in what our bigger picture is i believe that we have great things coming to us and maybe this was just a test of our strength and there, there's something bigger coming for us, and we just have to be patient. That's a beautiful mindset, Ryan, and I absolutely agree with it. There's something greater coming. We may not understand the reason why everything happens to us today, but in the future, everything will fit like a puzzle piece. Yeah. Now, Ryan, I was wondering with your comments on, you know, we want to be a role model for other individuals. As you mentioned earlier, this is something that you were documenting for months. You know, you're announcing to your friends, not only your friends, but on social media to people that maybe you've trained, maybe people who just follow your content because you post awesome stuff. We're going to throw on his Instagram below. So make sure you give that a follow. And um, like, how did that contribute to what you were going through? Like, take me through it before this event happened, after this event happened. Did you like even after you decided to post upon it, because you actually made a post sharing this news with everybody else. And was there any like negativity associated with that? Did you get any hate for that? Or I'm just trying to see how that made you feel. Because when you're a role model, you, you have to show your vulnerable side, the good times, the bad times. And yeah, I'm just interested in that. So take the, take the wheel. Yeah, I mean, I definitely had a little hesitation when posting the news. I think just out of respect and didn't not knowing what to say. I knew I knew I was at some point going to let everybody know. And it's funny because my family and like some of my friends have been, were asking me, they're like, oh, have you let social media know? Because they know that's the first place I'll go to to let people know. Um, you know, there was an outpour of love and respect and support from people the second that we did a post and it's always been about that i think like when we announced that we were pregnant and we announced that it was twins it's the insane the amount of love and support we got from social media and that's why i say like not every a lot of people hate on social media and the bad aspects of it but it can be so great when you post something a win in your life and seeing everybody come and support you and cheer you on so it was cool to see that and just people that that you know thanked me for for sharing my journey and allowing them to come along with it it was like they were fully invested in our journey with us um so so you know to to let everybody know it was and then i I did have the odd friend who was like maybe maybe next time you don't be so out there maybe you keep it a little private and i like a couple of my friends be like you know i probably wouldn't have done that and like you know for me our journeys are different you know i didn't it's at this point it's it's it feels like 
this this was meant for me to to share share my journeys, my ups, my downs, my wins, my losses, and I'm already doing it, and I don't think it's gonna stop anytime soon. So the show goes on essentially, you know, and this is for for the people to take what they can from it. And you know, I feel like I'm still still have a long way to go. So it would be cool when people watch me when I get to where I am and say this was just just a small bump in the road and we're good. Now now look how far you can make it and hopefully they get some motivation off it themselves. Wow. <laughs> that was a lot. There's a lot I want to comment on, man. You know, first of all, I'm so happy that the majority of comments were positive on social media. I mean, yeah, there are some negatives on social media, but I mean, me and you, how do we meet? Social media. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, you know, with regards to the fact that you're sharing your journey and how you're mentioning that your friends are saying, oh, you know, I wouldn't do that. And then your point, you know, we're on different journeys, we're on different paths. Like, that's such a powerful point, man. You know, and like so many people, and heck, you know, you'd probably throw me in this category, probably even today at sometimes, but to have the confidence to know that, you know, this is what I needed to do. And, you know, I, I'm not sure if you remember this, Ryan, but I recently shaved my head and I was kind of embracing my own baldness, my hair situation over here. And, you know, a lot of people were mentioning me, oh, you know, you shouldn't have done this and all this. You know, it's things a little bit. I'm not sure if you can say the same sort of situation with your case, but uh, a lot of people like really appreciate that because I think these issues, especially the ones that are a little bit more, uh, I forgot the word that you used for this, um, stigmatized against, you know, to yeah. share. Okay. It's so important to share these because everyone else doesn't know what they're going to do. Like how many yeah. other individuals have gone through something similar that you have, but have no outlet to see how it's like to see that, you know, everything can still work out after and to see that journey. Cause you know, like you said, it's just a small bump in the road and you'll get ahead. It, yeah. It's a very, it's a very powerful thing, man. And yeah, that was that. There's, I probably missed a couple of points I want to talk about, but I mean, like that was that was a lot to it. I appreciate yeah. that, hundred yeah. percent, man. It's, yeah, it's it's imp it's amazing how many people came out of the shadows to tell me their story. Once I started sharing this, they were like, you know, we've gone through IVF about five times ourselves, and and I was like, whoa. Man, that makes my two times and feel not so bad. Had I known that so many people had been going through this like me, I, you know, I, I put it into perspective. Like, hey, I've only this is only my second time. I can't really complain compared to the guy who's done it five times and then and then was successful. So, you know, like when it comes down to now trying it another time, you know, I, it's funny. We had discussions, we got in arguments like where we said we I, I said I wasn't willing to do another time for how time invested the energy um, and then just seeing my wife go through beating up her body going through this. I was just like, I don't know that I could have another another go at this. And then it's funny because as soon as we we like a, like a few days ago, I was like, all right, so are we going to do this again? You know, is this, you know, and we're not giving up. So, you know, what are we doing here? You know, it was interesting to see my mindset just change to be like, no, I think I got another round in me, you know, third time's a charm. Let's, let's try it, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. And, you know, that's so true. There's so many people, like we were saying earlier, that suffer through this. And then they see you and they're like, wow, you know, this guy's doing it. Like, I went through the same ch challenges. And would you agree with me that you kind of felt a bit more connected after that conversation came about? Like, you're like, wow, go ahead. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, and even after our, our miscarriage, one of my really good friends came forward and he was like, yeah, me and me and my wife had a miscarriage as well. I had no clue, you know? So it's interesting when people step forward, when they see somebody else sharing their story and, and kind, kind of can relate. And, uh, you know, I don't think it's for everybody to share. You know what I mean? I don't think everybody is going to, and I'm not, and I'm saying you have to at all. But uh, for me, if I'm able to give somebody some hope, that's the biggest thing is just to give somebody some hope. Because if we keep going through this and we do have a baby eventually, then people are going to be like, wow, this this couple went through the ringer. We went through everything and still fought and something beautiful came out of it, you know, and if it doesn't, if our life goes another direction, that's okay too. We'll deal with it when the time comes right now. We're just looking at the steps in front of us, not thinking too far ahead. Like I even mentioned going on a vacation and people are like, oh, so you're going on a vacation? And I'm like, I'm just looking at the month ahead of me right now. I'm not thinking too far ahead. You know what I mean? So that's, yeah. that, that's freaking awesome, man. And yeah. yeah, you know, giving that hope is so important. Because oftentimes, did you see that like meme? I'm probably going to pop it up here. There's like a guy like digging into uh, inside the underground and like one guy just like walks away right when uh, he's about to strike gold or diamonds. Yeah, yeah. And then like the other guy's like hungry and going after it. Because the only difference between them is the guy that was almost there, he lost hope. Yeah. But the guy who has that hope, who has that determination is, is going to keep going. And eventually he's going to get what's coming. And another point that you were mentioning, man, that was just phenomenal is you're going to think on the month ahead and this is such an important point because i feel i don't know if we talked about this with um, my friend ak but when we think about the past when you think about the future when our mind's going into these directions it can cause us to just break down because yeah. it's like man, what happens if this doesn't happen what happens if that doesn't happen dude that's not in your control focus on the here and now get a good yeah. vacation and you know they say they say if you're focusing on the future you have anxiety if you're focusing on the past what you have depression and if you're focusing on the present you're you're at peace because you're just you're just focusing on what's there right now you know and i think that's the biggest thing is focus on the present have goals always set goals and work towards your goals but but focus on the small steps you need to get there because and, and appreciate the presence. I mean, this is one thing I've been saying more and more than ever is appreciate the small wins because life is a roller coaster with a lot of ups and downs. And if one thing is guaranteed in life, there are going to be downs. There are going to be times when you're unhappy. So when you do have those ups and you do have those wins, appreciate it, no matter how small they are. They can be anything. Um, you just had a good day at work. Uh, you know, you you lost even a half a pound or a pound or you lifted a new weight or you even just went to the gym. Whatever it is, appreciate those wins as small as they are because that's all you got sometimes, right? So that's my kind of lesson for people. <laughs> Absolutely, man. So with regards to appreciating these things, is there anything in specific that you do? Do you do gratitude journaling? Do you speak to yourself in the mirror? What do you do? No, you know, I just really take a second to to look at what I have. Um, you know, I live in a beautiful city, Vancouver, BC, and we have beautiful scenery here. So sometimes just going for a walk with my dogs and my wife you know, walking around that seawall, I almost have gratitude every single time I do that walk. I look and I'm like, wow, we live in a beautiful city with the ability to just walk around here and and, and feel just at 
peace with our freedom and, and the way we live and just our happiness. I feel so blessed at what I already have that, you know, obviously I strive for greatness and I want, and I want to do big things in this world, but where I am, if, if this is all I have, I, I appreciate it, you know, and life is short. There's no, there's no guarantees, you know, life can change at the, at a, at a dime of, you know, in a minute. And so you, that's why you really have to appreciate what you have now and, and soak it up because literally it can change at a, at a drop of a dime. Yeah, absolutely. That's a beautiful way to think about it. And, uh, I actually, have you heard of that uh, happiness course from Yale that like award-winning one? No, I haven't. Okay. So that's one that I'm like about 50% through. I'll send you the link after. It's pretty awesome. Actually, I'll throw it in the description down below as well. But essentially, one of the comp, uh, subjects kind of fits into what you were saying. It was saying to um, really enjoy and like, what's the word? I can't think of the word right now. I just had it on the tip of my head. But like, just be grateful and enjoy the present moment and really prolong it. You know, like if you're having a nice coffee, like think about how it tastes, like actually go through it. Like if there's an aroma to it and, you know, if you're having it with a nice partner, be like, wow, I think it's no satiate wouldn't be a good word for it i don't know if you know a word that you want to drop in here but uh just enjoying that you know going on that walk that you're mentioning stanley park looking at the beautiful city you know sometimes there's rain but you know you didn't mention that so that's a positive mindset right there i'll tell you yeah. that much. um it's a very important point yeah man i think yeah uh, and they and they say that even with just even like eating in general, you should be eating slower, really digesting, breaking down the food, putting down your fork, and and really enjoying the meal to fully get the full digestion. Like you said, to be more satiated from your your meal, you have to enjoy the moment. So I guess if you use that word satiated to be really um, like full and and to feel feel the feeling appreciate the moment really soak it in like you're saying take time to really just enjoy it put your phone away i think that's a big one um putting your phone away at certain moments uh not just you know in life it's so easy to be stimulated quick and i think that's the true test for us right now is to put the phone away and stop being so stimulated and be in the moment that's why even when i go for a walk with my wife and my dogs the phone's away um when you're eating a meal, you know, talk, you know, little things like that to, to, to really appreciate the moment. Absolutely. And those are such major keys on the phone, man. Woo! We're going to start a rant and I think it's too late on the podcast for me to go on that phone rant, but uh, yeah, yeah. Put the phone away, enjoy the people you're with. Um, I'll, I'll go on a mini rant here because uh, <laughs> I think it was just, it's brought up and I'm spontaneous right now, but you know, I was, I was having a dinner and I was talking with someone and they were mentioning that this couple came in. This is an older gentleman in his late 60s. And he has a lot of wisdom. He said he didn't want to come on the podcast. Hopefully one day he will. But uh, he was mentioning this new couple comes on. And for the first date, they were on their phone for the whole time. And uh, my friend here, he ends up uh, calling them out. So he was just like, yeah, you know, are you guys uh, on your first date? Yeah. So uh, why are you on your phones? And then, like, they end up having, like, an epiphany moment. And... Uh, they ended up getting on their phones, having a great time. And I think that's just a small example. But I mean, what do you get from this phone that you literally would give up an opportunity to go on a date with someone? I don't know. It blows my mind, man. But uh, 
maybe someone else makes sense of it. And you know what? I've been guilty of it though. I've been guilty. Me and my wife will go out to dinner and we'll whip out our phones and like, you know, even like uh, we'll, we'll get kind of interactive. Like I'll show her the stuff that I'm looking at and she'll, she'll, you know, and we'll kind of, we'll kind of scroll together, whatever. But I was actually looking into something recently. So I started getting into deep work. You know what deep work is? Oh yeah. Cal you know, work. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. So I was, I was looking more into it and, you know, one, one of the things they talk about is that we're never bored anymore because we have instant stimulation with our phone. So what we need to do is reprogram ourselves to embrace that boredom again. So whether you're waiting at the bank and you just, instead of whipping out your phone and just like looking at something, put your phone away or when you have those opportunities to create boredom, Try try and do it. When your partner goes to the washroom and you're sitting at the table alone, don't just go on your phone. Sit there and be bored. Reprogram your brain to to embrace that. And you'll notice that it'll start to change. So that's a good thing to know is that despite whatever the phone has done to us, you have the ability to reprogram yourself to go the other direction. But it's going to take habits. And that's with anything in life, whether it's fitness, health, uh, business, you have to create these habits. And I'm I'm learning things about myself in business that I'm like, oh, well, I've got some bad habits that I need to fix. And it's hard to create new ones. So, you know, some, you got to really work, work towards it, right? So. Absolutely. So, Ryan, we're nearing the end of the podcast. I have uh, one question that I want to ask about fitness, but I want to ask before we go into the fitness segment, what are you doing now to, you know, now that you guys have both embraced the situation of moved forward. You know, you've been very honest and shared your story on social media. I guess what's the next steps for you other than a nice vacation? Uh, the next steps for us would be to really look at, at our life. I know we're going to take a little bit of a break from, from the trying to have kids because we've been doing that for five years, but I'm not too, too long of a break because you know, we do want to still have kids and we're, we're still willing to try again. Um, we said third time's a charm. So we're, you know, we'll, we'll look at the drawing board. We'll go back to it. But for, for three months, we want to enjoy each other. We will go on a small little trip. Uh, we're going to go on a local trip pretty quickly. Just just me and her and the dogs and, and just get some alone time. And then and then hit the drawing board and, and see see what we need to do to make this happen. Um, we'll probably have to do another round of IVF. Uh, and it's interesting on this. I've talked, I, like, you know, we've been discussing it. And I think, like, you know, moving forward, I might be a little bit more quiet on it. I don't know if I will post as much. Mm. And I might surprise people and just come out with it. Um, I know it's it's a hard one to do because I'm not a big fan of just, like, being like, surprise, we're, we're pregnant now. Um I would like people to see the journey along the way again, but uh, and because even if something bad went happened and I did it did like kind of release that you know people wouldn't have been along the journey wouldn't know the effect of it, so I don't know I I, I haven't decided a hundred percent what I'm gonna do with that whether we're gonna you know show the whole story again or just come out with it and show people that we we're successful when we when we are successful with it. But it's, but yeah, we, like I said, we're, it's kind of up in the air right now and we're just living in the present moment. I mean, it's only been a week, man. So we're still, I'm sure there's some lingering effects still going on from like the, the traumatic experience we went through, but no, I think, I think we're good. We're strong people and we'll focus one step at a time, 
think focusing on my business is going to be number one right now. Um, I don't know if you've, you've been watching, but I've taken majority of my business online. Um, and, and that's, that's been extremely fulfilling, helping people, you know, create a healthier lifestyle without them actually coming and physically seeing me in the gym and being them 24 seven with them. It's kind of, it's kind of cool to be that role model, that support system for people and, and, and do it virtually. So I'm, I'm really enjoying that right now. Right on, right on. Yeah. And I mean, with regards to the documenting process, maybe you just wouldn't do it live. So maybe you can record it, keep it in the SD card. And then if you want to share, you can share it later. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, that's fantastic to hear that the online business is going well and you're enjoying that. And I've seen a lot of growth on your page, a lot more engagement and all that. So that's fantastic to see. Obviously, quality content. But I mean, that was already there from the jump. Thank you. Um, yeah, you're, you're definitely welcome, Ryan. So my uh, question for fitness before we go into our closing remarks is if you had to give one tip to someone who is newly starting their fitness journey and they want to get that shredded summer bod, what would it be? Someone that's on the fence about starting or someone that just started? So let's say someone that's been going to the gym on and off three times a week, knows how to use some of the machines, does bench press, doesn't know how to do a squat or a deadlift, and just, you know, uses some of the machines. So it would really depend. If you're already going to the gym and you're not seeing the results that you want to see, it's going to be about building a better foundation of consistency and habits. I think in order for this to work long term, we have to get out of the habit of just going on a diet for a quick fix and trying to look at weight as a goal. I think the weight will come off when you create the lifestyle behind it. So I think building consistency is the number one best thing you can do because you can also you can make adjustments along the way. Once you've built the foundation and consistency, I always say do your best until you know better than do better. You know, so build, build the foundation and that will be everything you can grow off of it. You can build strength. You can improve your workout routine. You can even make, make like better, better adjustments to your diet, but, but you have to build the habits behind it. And I think honestly, it takes getting some help and someone to kind of assess it. If I can give one, one piece of advice is be an open book, be a sponge, be open to learning what other people's tactics are, because other people probably gone through it. Some people have said, yeah, I mean, do it with somebody you trust and that, you know, you can, you can uh, soak up that advice, but, but be, feel free to like, you know, ask for advice. I think, I think that's the biggest thing. I think people get stubborn they want to do it their own way. And it takes a lot longer when you do it your own way, when you could have had little fixes along the way. And that's, that's with anything in life, fitness, business, relationships, take it from somebody who's been there already. And, and take the advice and grow from there. Absolutely. And just to speak a bit on that, you know, a skyscraper is nothing without a good foundation. And even for me personally, on my podcast, I feel like I lacked that uh, foundation. I've recently uh, been taking this a lot more seriously and taking those small steps, you know, making sure that I work for X number of hours a day, make sure I'm posting this many episodes, making sure I, you know, edit this much content. And it's really been a game changer. And, you know, the results aren't something that I'm going to seek immediately. This is going to be a long-term three, four, five-year play. And I think that's how you see it as well, Ryan. And, you know, with 
the message that I was mentioning, the disguise scraper is nothing without a foundation. I'm going to share a little bit about my own fitness thing. You know, like I've started deadlift squat. You know, I have a kinesiology background. I know the science behind it from the macro to the micro. But I feel like even me for fitness, I didn't have that foundation. I was semi-consistent, but I didn't go every single week without hiccups. You know, sometimes I would get sick, but I feel like I could have been a lot more consistent if I had someone to, you know, uh, coach me and help me through those times where I'm kind of feeling lazy. Because I think most people are good for the majority of time, but those minority of the times, that's where you fall into a three to four month rut and you lose all the progress that you were doing in a one year period. So I think that's where your services would be perfect because, you know, you have the results. I've been following a lot of the clients. I think there's one individual unhappy cucumber uh, that I was following. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, it's crazy, you know, results talk, right? Numbers speak. And um, so if you're ever looking for someone to get training from, I've followed Ryan for a long time. You can look at his Instagram page and uh, contact him. I'm sure that's okay for your people to do just to uh, get a little talk, see if you're a good fit. Yeah, absolutely. I think you, anybody can gain, gain a good amount of knowledge from my, my page. I deal with the every average, average everyday person that just wants to start living healthier. And, you know, I'm a normal person like you that deals with the same obstacles, uh, whether it's snacking, whether it's missing meals, whether it's being too busy or stressed out or emotional eating, you know, in this last week, man, I've gained a ridiculous amount of weight from my emotional eating. I mean, that's what my excuse that I'm using is, is I'm emotionally eating and uh, you know, so, so, and it, but now it's time to get back on track. You have to be self-aware as well, but you know, I'd like to call it, I was, I was support, support eating uh, to support my wife. You know? So um, it's time to work that off and be self-aware. I think hiring a coach just gives you that accountability and someone to, to help you be self-aware because sometimes when we're self-aware or we just be ignorant to what we're doing and we allow ourselves to do it, but having someone there as that support system to kind of help you identify, Hey, this is, these are the behaviors that you're trying to get away from. It's okay that you're doing them, but you need to be aware that you are doing them, you know, and, and, you know, that's how you kind of overcome them is by saying, okay, yeah, yeah. I see that I'm doing this again and I need to grow from that and be better. So. Absolutely. And those small nudges, man, I'm telling you, they make all the difference. I think, um, yeah, I usually end up going into a good routine, but then it's just small one thing, you know, like, like we were mentioning earlier, you know, when we're very emotional, be emotional, do it for one week, get back on the horse. And even with, you know, stopping a fitness routine, like you went through a severe, like, life event, and you're like, okay, you know what, I had one week, I'm done, I'm gonna go back to the gym. And uh, I messaged you on uh, Instagram for today, he was, he was showing, don't let the long sleeve shirt fool you guys if you're watching on youtube and if you're listening on podcast, this guy is jacked um you know i was like messing i'm like man you're looking jacked today right. and uh you know it's taking that what's the word it's kind of believing in yourself you know things happen but we have an ability to get through it and deciding that regardless of what happens take your time to heal from it but snap your fingers and say i'm done and focus on the future well yeah with the immediate future um yeah. Yeah. So is there anything else that you wanted to say there, Ryan, or should we go on to like the closing segments? What are you feeling? No, you know, just for anybody watching this, just know that uh, regardless of what you're going through, 
it, it can get better. You you do have to take the steps to want to get better, to be self-aware. But as soon as you take that first step, uh, and, and, and that starts with you thinking about it and really wanting it, and then taking the first action step to get better, your whole life changes from there. And you, you have to start visualizing where you want to be, who you want to be, and, and enjoy the journey to get there because it's going to be a rough journey. You know, I said a long time ago, I wanted to be a role model. I wanted to be someone that does great things in this world. So I looked at this event in my life as a test from above to make me stronger to help deal with this so when i deal with help other people that have been through emotional things i know what it feels like that's that's the the sense that i got is that i've been put here to do great things and this is just another was another test for me to to be that role model for other people so like i said just step outside of your comfort zone and try your best yeah that was beautiful man right on thank you um, so Ryan, I think I was going to ask you what's your closing statement, but I, I, I like that one. Let's, let's yeah, there we go. That. So I guess the other portion of this is where can people find you? How can people contact you for training? What's your Instagram handle? We'll throw this all in the description below, but just to get a little voice out there. So I should have changed my name down there. Uh, but people can find me at coached by RD. Um, that's my main one. That's my personal Instagram where I show my clients, I show the results of my clients. I show, uh, I do videos trying to give motivational tips uh, and then just show you my life. I put it on a platter and kind of just give it to you, the realness. And and yeah, you can contact me through there. Um, my Facebook group, um, which I, I help people, everyday people live healthier lifestyles is Lifestyle Transformations. Or you can go check out my website, lifestyletransformations.ca. And, and it will give you an uh, an application for you for you to work with me. If that's something that you're interested, we can book a call and we can see if we're a right fit and I can actually help you. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Ryan. You know, we talked about a lot of topics. I think resiliency is one of them. You know, like I said, man, you have grit, tenacity. You've gone through the ringer a couple of times in life and come out stronger. And I think that's something that a lot of people can take away from this. I think also the fact that you were open to sharing your life with others, you know, it's not an easy thing. Uh, even on my podcast, when I share things about myself, oftentimes I may second guess myself, like, should I share this? You know, maybe people will think it's the wrong way because it's not all sunshines and rainbows, right? But the impact you can make for those that do have these challenges can be phenomenal. And you learn so much more about the friend group because although sometimes we feel connected to others, we don't really know them until we share these challenges. Cause I feel like when we do that, other people are more like, okay, you know, I have that too. You know, they're not as shy. And I think that's how we make true connections. And at yeah. least that's how it's been for my life. So I think, uh, other than saying, thank you, man. Uh, I really had a great time. Is there anything else that you wanted to add to this before we close off? No, I just want to say thank you for having me on the podcast, man. I, I see you doing great things and I want, I want this to be a very successful podcast. You, I see how hard you work with this and uh, you give some great content with some great guests on here. And like, you know, you don't, you don't spare any detail. You work really hard, man. So you deserve success. And I really hope I wish it for you, man. Just keep working your butt off. And uh, I think, I think it will come to you.
Will do, my man. We'll do the squats to work our butt off. <laughs> Thanks, Barham. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much, Ryan. Have a great day. And to the listeners and viewers of the Personal Process Podcast, thank you again for joining us on another episode, and we'll catch you on the next one. Hey, everyone. Barham back after another amazing episode with another amazing guest. We hope we added value into your life so you could take the tips from this episode and fuel your process forward. If you enjoyed our episode today and think other friends or family members may also appreciate the lessons that our podcast brings, be sure to share us with them. Subscribe and rate our show so we know how we did. And always remember, trust the process.